first in line for <laughs> Nintendo merch. You're a squid. You're a kid. You're a squid. You're a kid. I'm neither. That's I'm, a slam poetry right there. <laughs> I'm a human and I'm old. So, <laughs> did you gain those ten pounds yet? Turning thirty? Not yet. <laughs> They're coming. I've gained like three though. All right, it's only been like four days. <laughs> Don't be, don't be another statistic B. You can fight it. I'm trying. Tuning in to this week's episode of Game War Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, July the 7th, 2017. That is a lot of sevens. But you are listening to episode 185, which has no sevens, Vaughn Venters. Close. It would have been cool if this was like episode 177, but that was two months ago. Even if you add the numbers together, you still don't get any sevens. I was trying to do something clever with it. Yep, you're right. If you add them all together, and then divide it by two, you get seven. Just sure. gotta do a little bit of the math. You can, <laughs> gotta dig a little deeper. <laughs> you can get it done. Uh, Steven and Neil are out this week, but we have two very special returning guests filling in for them. Co-founders of Level 482 Gaming, Louisiana's premier fighting game. Uh, team, club, community, organization. I totally butchered that. Please welcome <laughs> back Mr. Jarius Holiday and Stefan Williams. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure being back. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad to have you back. What? So is it Louisiana's premier? What did, how did I butcher that? Do you all have like a little slogan, or did I just make that up off the cuff? I thought I've seen this before. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a slogan. I mean, we, we, we have used the slogan before, like business cards and stuff, but I feel like it kind of changes every time. That's perfect. Keep people guessing. <laughs> yeah, you have to stay ambiguous out here in the world of esports. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Because uh, you never know what someone wants you to do. Yeah, we need to be flexible, you know. The big buzzword of esports coming out of E3 2017. It seems like everything is about esports, and you always have to shout when you're commentating these games, and it gets really intense. <laughs> you do have like, to shout. You have to get man, really loud with everywhere. it. Everywhere. They had a huge esports like, stage in the back of South Hall, and it was just so much yelling. <laughs> it was right by the energy drink station where they had all these multicolored energy drinks and i just felt my insides eating themselves after that's, that's after probably part it. of the reason why everyone was i guess lying. so <laughs> my throat hurts just from i don't know how, how shoutcasters do this i mean i guess they're called shoutcasters for a reason that's true they have, they have trained their bodies and their throats to shout all of the time um Last time y'all were on, I think it was before Slam, y'all's uh, regional tournament, South Louisiana Major. Yep. Uh, how did that go? Let's get a little bit of catch up from the, the 42 boys here. Um, all in all, I'd say it went really well. Almost too well, but uh, too you can well. never go too well. No, no. Uh, it was a, it was quite the full house. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a few moments I was a little nervous. We were going to start getting complaints about lack of space, but luckily nobody could really complain, at least not to us directly. That's good. Yeah, I got there uh, a little later in the evening, and it was pretty It was pretty slammed. <laughs> and I, and I, I heard it was more crowded earlier in the day, so yeah. I was like, golly, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And then y'all have been to a few majors around the, 
the good old US of A since then. Am I yes. right? Uh, let's see. What what did y'all go to, Vaughn? Well, these guys went to more than I did. That's but, true. Uh, the only ones uh, I went to were Texas Showdown over in Houston. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because y'all all played something like back to back to back to back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just like, and here's another one of these like 482 kids. I don't know what that means. The commentator was like, I don't know. It's numbers, but here they are back to back. <laughs> That went to CEO. That was like at the beginning of June. That's right. Everything's blurring together because I really wanted to go to CEO this year mm-hmm. because that whole like gimmick and aesthetic looks really cool. But Javali just had to put it the weekend after E3, and I was still <laughs> in Los Angeles. Uh, how how was that experience? We heard a little bit from Vaughn uh, the week we all got back from our trips, but uh, how was CEO for y'all? Well, I guess if we talk on it, you're gonna get a couple of different viewpoints. <laughs> oh yeah. Because. Uh, me personally, uh, I did enter the tournament, but <laughs> I wasn't really there as a participant. Right? Okay. Uh, I was actually working. Oh, week. all right. Uh, I was there working, and uh, so I have a little bit more of a behind the scenes view on things compared to the others. I just turned it on one time, and I saw Stefan like dabbing on everybody running <laughs> down the aisle. So, well, for me, my experience was great. <laughs> Um, I, while he was working, I was participating, obviously. I entered a few games. Um, had a lot of fun. Like, CEO is always one of my, like, most favorite events to go to because, like, the aesthetic, as you said, mm-hmm. like, the atmosphere, it's just really fun for, like, spectators and players alike. Mm-hmm. But I entered Blaze Blue. I got top eight in Blaze Blue. And one of the gimmicks for CEO is that whenever you get top eight, if you're in, you get to play in the ring and get your own, like, wrestler intro <laughs> to the ring. And so, me and my friends, we all fed the streets on the way to top eight. <laughs> That was but funny. It was pretty fun. But yeah, CEO is a great event. Um, outside of CEO, we also we also went to Combo Breaker in uh, oh that's right, in Chicago. Yeah, they went. I did not go. Yeah, V did not join us, but it was uh Jerry and I. We both went to participate. That was fun. Yeah, um, good times, good times. Do you find the the scene or the competition varies regionally? Like as you go around, or is it pretty much like the same, mostly the same guys, whether you're in Orlando or Chicago or Houston or, or anywhere like that. Um, there's, there's, this is usually the same. There are a few variations because obviously not many people can travel as much as others. Right. So you do get like a few like regional based like players that you only see in that certain region. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, like we, uh, a lot of people like to travel around. Okay. I wasn't sure if it's like, yeah, you know, the South, we're really good at Blaze Blue, but up in North, there's that's where the Smash Kids hang out. So you got to watch out for that. I don't know if, you know, regionally, <laughs> if one region shines in a certain game or something more, more than others, or if it's just kind of like a hodgepodge mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, or I, just Daigo shows up. And I think just it's a little, it's a little bit of everything, right? Okay. Like, so for the most part, you go there are some people you know you're gonna see in yeah. the bracket, um, and then there's like you said, there's people that live in that area, so you probably won't see them, mm-hmm. or if they don't live in that area, you won't see them. Okay. Sorry about that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it is, it it varies, it varies. Some tournaments you'll see. Everybody, another tournament, you don't see like five people. Right, right. That's pretty cool. But it seems like all of these roads lead to Evo, which is next weekend, Evolution 2017 in Las Vegas. And I I do believe y'all all will be there. Yes. Yeah. We will all be there. Is this y'all's first Evolution? It's mine, not theirs. Uh, This is me and Jerry's second Evo. We went for the very first time back in 2014 when we first got into the entire fighting game community as a whole okay so last year was the first year they went like basketball arena 
yes, right? Uh, yeah. The Mandalay Bay. Yeah, yeah. So this will be a first time for all of y'all with that. Are, are you? Is do you think that as a positive direction that like this, the fighting game, the Evo, the esports uh, is growing by moving Evo from the hotel into this the Mandalay Bay arena? All things considered, I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people would be inclined to disagree with the esports movement. Okay. In the FGC, some of them feel like it takes away some of the character. Mm-hmm. Some of it's getting, it's getting too big. Yeah, like it's getting too corporate, you know, stuff like that. But on the other hand, as someone who I initially came to the FGC from a very fledgling League of Legends esports <laughs> background, right? Because right. that was before League of Legends and the LCS has evolved to the gigantic. Selling out soccer stadiums in Korea, you know. Yes. Um, and I came to fighting games from there. So I kind of was already getting used to what the FGC was becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a bit of a different perspective when it comes to how the games are handled, now events handled and stuff like that. Other people who have been around for several years longer have different viewpoints on things with it. They don't really like where games are going. Right. They don't really like the whole esports and you know, keeping things publicly acceptable and accessible. Well, it seems like like the esports scene has really shifted in the past few years. Like back early 2010s, late 2000s, when it was just like MLG and there's like all these like shady like corporate stuff going on, and it was a little like they're trying like too hard with this. And it wasn't until I think a lot of those MOBAs took over and kind of hand, like when Riot's handling like their own, yeah. like they do LCS, and then like. Valve puts on the international, and now we have some of these like fighting game majors going on, and I feel like it's moving in a better direction than yes. that. And it doesn't as seem as like sleazy and corporate and just like weird. Yeah, yeah. the best way to put it, I don't know, but it also is strange seeing. Yeah, the the finals for Street Fighter are in this like huge arena, and ESPN two was covering it, yeah. and we have like the sideline reporters down on the floor with mm-hmm. Street Fighter like interviewing things. So it is kind of cool. Especially someone from the outside looking in, yes. with me, um, but also just seems a little bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just because this thing that's been like so niche and underground for us mm-hmm. is like starting to like reach out and like break through the ground, with, like yeah. the mainstream. I guess. Yeah, I think any, any amount of change is gonna seem weird at the beginning, you know. So people who who are going from, you know, just like sitting in like a basement, you know, streaming Street Fighter from like yeah. their their room is gonna be like. Different experience, like watching it on a grand stage on national television, things like that. Is uh, is any Evo on ESPN this year? I haven't heard uh, anything about it. I am not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Uh, and I would be the person who should know this. <laughs> uh, because said that Street Fighter was going to be on ESPN again this year. Yeah, I've maybe tried, I've tried I googling they, it and I can't find anything that's not like ESPN will like, host in 2016. Like I haven't heard, like, so I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a good chance it could be. Because I know, like, Heroes of the Storm, uh, the big college tournament, Heroes of the Dorm, was on ESPN the past two years. But this year, uh, it was exclusively streamed via Facebook, which is kind of weird. And so it wasn't on, which sucks, because LSU made it to the finals. Oh, okay. Shout out uh, this year. And they weren't on on TV. Nice. But uh, so that's pretty cool. For Evo, since now it's in a bigger arena, do you you pay to go? 
Yes. You pay to compete. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then on finals day, if you're not competing, now you have to pay to get into the arena and watch. Yes. yes. That seemed a little shitty from a viewer's perspective, whereas before it was all included, like in like if you're just in the hotel, you just have your badge and you're in the hotel, right? Yeah. Um, do you have so you have to basically buy two badges? If you um, want to watch finals live, it's technically a badge and a wristband. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like an admission <laughs> ticket, basically. Gotcha. Can anyone go to get into the arena? Like, if they don't have like a Evo badge, like if they're just a Las Vegas native, they want to go see these finals days. Can they get uh, in? Do you know, or do they I have think to have so, both? Yeah, they yeah. can just buy a wristband. Yeah, okay. you can just buy the tickets separately. And it's a general admission, I guess. Yeah, yeah general admission. Oh, okay. So you just get in, you, you hang out, and watch yeah, it's, it. It's basically like Sunday's going to be a show. Yeah. And you just buy your admission and you get in. Okay. Yeah, like you did, it does kind of suck for like the like the people who are already going to compete. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said beforehand, you could just you know finals day. You know you you're out of tournament. You didn't make the cup, but you had the fun <laughs> of like going mm-hmm. to the room and like watching finals with all your friends. So it does kind of suck now that you have to either choose to pay extra money or like sit in your hotel room and watch the stream like you're at home. Yeah, and that's that's the point. Why are you in Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah. So that that part does kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think it's still cool that there's the option of. Yeah, everyone playing in this giant arena, so I think that part's fun. Yeah, I mean, I get why. Yeah, no, they, I get sense. why yeah. they charge like you know twice, because like this year I actually have the opportunity to be working with the production team for Eva. Oh, awesome! And um, I kind of see a little bit of the expenses going into it. Yeah, I can and imagine. I can get why things cost. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I expect them to charge people to come sit in an arena. I mean, yeah, just, just right. renting yeah. out the space alone is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about that a little more, doing the production side of things, because that's always something that's amazed me, again, from an outsider looking in for these these stream productions. Not only do you have to have all your setups, I mean, and y'all can all speak of this, running Slam for two years, you have to have all your setups and make sure all the PlayStations are updated and work right, and make sure you can output and stream everything, you oh can find fast internet to do it. <laughs> and, like, that seems to be the big thing, especially at some of these hotels or even these arenas, just, like, having that internet necessity to do mm-hmm. this like how many people are pulling their hair, hair out behind the scenes that we don't get to see we could give you some stories <laughs> that, that's that's something about slam we didn't tell everybody yet i guess <laughs> yeah. um so i mean it's a headache <laughs> yeah not <laughs> anything us getting uh, together in my living room and trying to put extra life on once a year is enough of a headache i can't imagine the scale of hundreds of people in the in the same room. You like, know? I guarantee actually, you this year is going to be easier. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually an issue we had with Slam this year, honestly. Um, we had not only internet issues, but we also had console update issues as well. Because um, mm-hmm. we um, ended up like getting some um, consoles through the help of um, Independent Gaming League in uh, New Orleans. Oh, cool. They donated some consoles for Slam for like, Street Fighter setups and, and like Smash and things like that. Um, but due to um due to an error, they ended up giving us the wrong console, so they weren't updated properly for the fighting uh, games. Great. On top of that, the uh uh the hotel's um internet, the LAN didn't work for whatever reason. Double great. <laughs> and the Wi-Fi was not fast enough to for what we needed to stream at, like a nice quality production. Right, of course. So we had to update all the consoles the night before. On top of setting up like the staging and all the setups and everything. And then when we finally get everything set up, we get the, like, the stream computer ready, and then we try to log into the internet, we can't get to the internet, and it was just like a bunch of headaches here and there, and then like we have power issues later in the day because of all the consoles like overlading like the breaker. So <laughs> the beginning of Slam was a little rough start. We did not get any sleep at all that night, actually. Fun. Yes, we actually <laughs> stayed up for the entire over night. 24 hours. Man. Uh, 
We, we, had, needed, we needed that time. By, by the time <laughs> Slam started that day, we had already all been up for about 24 hours. Because we were up Jeez. the same time the day before getting stuff ready yeah, to go know, to Slam. Because, you know, you go to work Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Then you get off of work. It's like, all right, let's go get ready for Slam. <laughs> uh, conveniently enough, the hotel let us in the night before to start right, setting which, up. Which, that was the biggest blessing. Because <laughs> without that, Slam would not have happened. <laughs> The uh, I guess the big question is, was it worth it? Of yes. course, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, yeah, hundred okay. percent. Cool. I would prefer to not do it over that exact same way, but if I had no choice, I'd do yeah. it over again that is the exact same way. So, what is if you can speak on it? If you want to speak on it now, are we going to have a Slam 2018? What what what's the future for Level 482 in the South Louisiana Major? Oh, definitely. Okay. Uh, we are probably going to be having a meeting to talk about Slam 2018 within the next few weeks. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, start getting planning going, getting the venue and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's currently being considered to go to a two-day event Ooh. rather than one-day event. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday? Um, we're probably going to do Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just It's more convenient for yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how that's going to looking at moving into a different venue perhaps. Maybe yeah, no longer definitely, in the yeah. <laughs> Maybe even a different city. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing uh, what the future of Slam holds. Me too. It's going to be exciting. Um, before we get into this week's intro question, a little bit of housekeeping at the top of the show. Uh, are you guys going to MechaCon this year in New Orleans, Louisiana? I will not be. I had planned to. Uh, but my family had other plans and apparently planned a family vacation for the entirety <laughs> of our family. Oh, okay. To all go to Florida. So well, that Florida also sounds yeah. fun. I will be at MechaCon. Perfect. And if anyone else <laughs> listening will be at MechaCon on Saturday, July 29th, I have not one, not two, but three panels for your enjoyments. Three. Wow. Three. The first one. 4 p.m., Panel Room 1, I'll be hosting a panel with King Crow Studios founder Cody Louvier called So You Want to Be a Game Dev, Now What? Where we're <laughs> going to talk about game developer stuff. Uh, we did something similar last year. It was really fun. Uh, at 8 p.m. in Panel Room 4, Gameware Express Live Volume 2 will be going on. where We're going to have a live recording of our episode, and uh, you can come and watch that. It'll be a lot of fun. And then finally, at 11 p.m., also in Panel Room 4, we're going to have the Jackbox Funtime Power Hour, which is an 18-plus panel, so you must be 18 or older to enter, and we're just going to be playing Jackbox games on your telephone device, so that's, that's going to be a fun. lot of fun. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That yeah, one's going to be great. <laughs> so, MechaCon, downtown New Orleans, the Regency Hyatt, yep. the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency. Regency, I don't know what order those words go in, <laughs> Saturday, July 29th. At 4, 8, and 11 p.m. Come say hi. We'll all be there. I'll do my best to make it. But I'll also be there, but I also work staff for oh, MechaCon. Oh, right. And I work in the Mecha Maid uh, Clubhouse, which is the Maid Cafe. That's closed by 11, right? You can come like be an asshole and play Jackbox. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Because <laughs> uh, we also have some 18-plus shows going on Saturday night oh, as well. Okay. Because uh, every every year we do um, – we have like specialty shows. Oh, so cool. every year on Saturday we actually do like an 18-plus Cartoon Against Humanity night. Which is actually our biggest show, like it always sells out, like a line oh, going wow, out of the awesome. door. 
Um, Hopefully, it's not at eleven. <laughs> it's not a, it should be over by eleven, but then I perfect. Like, and then everyone, <laughs> hey, if you like to be watching people be assholes here, you can also join in on the fun <laughs> and, watch and be, be a terrible person. <laughs> because with Jackbox, you know they have the audience, so everyone can participate. On that the is fun. true. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to siphon people your way. That'd be great. <laughs> perfect, like combo, because yeah. it's like it's on a Saturday night, so you could be an asshole, then you could go be an asshole, and then you can go to the rave and be even more of an asshole. <laughs> so you siphon people our way, I'll siphon people your. Totally. Away, we'll we'll coordinate because we have Gamer Express live at 8 mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you should go do this at 9 exactly, and then come back yeah. and see us again at 11. Perfect. Yeah, it's, a, it's a combo. <laughs> That's it. Best combo. 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Let's move into this week's uh, intro question. Uh, I was playing some Mario Kart this past week and I posed this fictitious question in my head that I just <laughs> decided to uh, pose to y'all today. Uh, would you play a Mario Kart without items? Would that be a better Mario Kart, a worse Mario Kart, or, you know, the equivalent of Mario Kart? Vaughn Ventures. It would not be the same at all. Yeah, well, obviously, it would, it would, but... It would, it would be much worse. <laughs> like, I, I've played a couple of, like, racing games that did not have items that they never really, like, held my attention very much, mm-hmm. I guess. So what is it about the zaniness of a Mario Kart and all of the bullshit blue shells? It's just, uh, it's just true to its world for the most part. Like, you have all these wacky items that are true to the Mario Kart, Mario world, and you just... Screw over other people in true Mario party game fashion. It's it's great. I love okay. it. Fair enough. Blue shell included. I know you hate it, but... I hate it so much. <laughs> I'll keep the blue shells and the lightning bolts and the bullet bills and everything else. So the lightning bolt might be uh, my new most hated thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Actually. Lightning is easily the worst. I don't know why you hate on the blue shell so much. Well, it only now, affects well, now, the fir- person in first. I'm usually in first one. Uh, not That's when a, I'm playing, sir. Hold on, we split that one time. If you want to go, we'll pause the show right now. We can go. Uh, what about you, Stefan? What do you think? Um, I definitely think that it wouldn't, like, I mean, what is it, like, so if a game has Mario in the title, obviously it's no fun if you can't screw somebody over, <laughs> right? Like, Mario Party, Mario Kart, you know, Mario Tennis, anything that has Mario in the name is probably going to be a salt fest. In one way or another. Of course. Without the items, it's just like Gran Turismo with Mario characters or something like that. True. Plus, it kind of takes away from like the counterplay. Because one thing about Mario Kart is even if I suck, this blue show can help me suck a little bit less. <laughs> but if I'm playing against someone like Vaughn, who's just winning anyway, like at least I can make Vaughn feel bad for like two seconds <laughs> by hitting him with a blue show. He's still going to win anyway. But those two seconds, I'll feel nice about myself. Two, two <laughs> seconds of gratification. <laughs> Good points. What about you, Jarius? What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna be the odd man out here, and I'm gonna say I would love a Mario Kart with no items. <laughs> no! Um, because I'm the boring guy. Um, if you wanna beat me, then beat me. Don't let the blue shell do it for you. Well, you're not the odd man out. That's exactly how I feel. Good, because good. you know, you say it's like other racing games, but I feel like Mario Kart, the driving and its wacky arcadiness and its hops and its drifts and its and its levels in and of themselves can be enough of like an obstacle than throwing shells at me too <laughs> like i i like consistency right yeah. like i don't like this arbitrary item box that gives you a <laughs> random item that it's not random because when you're in first all the time like it's usually a banana it's like a but, banana <laughs> yeah but like it's just it's one more thing that's a variable that's not controllable, right? <laughs> like, I can control my personal skill level mm-hmm. when it comes to drifting and stuff like that. 
but not if my opponent gets a blue shell. I can't yeah. control that. I can't even avoid it because I'm probably winning. <laughs> uh, you can now. They have the horn. Oh. But you can't, and you know when it's coming, so you can at least get ready for it, unlike the lightning bolt. <laughs> which in seven and eight since it has a lot more uh hang gliding and jumping and stuff mm-hmm. that lightning will hit you and fall to your like doom and it's just like <laughs> fuck this game well that's why i always like point out to, to like double dash and ds are like the best mario kart games because they're like the mario kart games where like if you're good enough at the uh drifting system you can actually dodge like everything including blue shells and red shells that like you, the only thing you can't dodge is a lightning bolt see that's what i wish would happen like I don't think they needed to create the horn. Like if you had a mushroom mm-hmm. and the blue shells doing that thing where it's about to come up and it like swirls around you, then it dive bombs you. Like if you could have skill mm-hmm. and like dash out from under it right when it's coming down and you can miss it, I would like that a lot more than you randomly drew some item that you need to hold on to the entire time unless blue steals it. And then <laughs> use it if a if a blue shell comes out, you know, if it was a little more skill based, I would like that. Uh, me personally, I don't know if I would necessarily want a whole Mario Kart game without items, but if there's like a turn items off mode like in Smash, mm-hmm. I would be all about that. Because I think that'd be fun. Really just <clears throat> test skill yeah. in this game. You can. There's a way you can limit like the amount uh, in the, uh, I guess the grade of items that are oh, really? in the game. Uh, I think you, well at least I know that in Double Dash you can have a balanced item set where all you get is like green shells, bananas, and red shells. Okay. Even red shells. Uh-uh. It's easily not as fun, though. <laughs> I yeah, can, I mean, I, I guess. Tell, I can tell you straight I mean, just, up. Just like gentlemen, where nobody uses items. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that if you really trust who you're playing with. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it takes this thing kind of like Smash, where it's like, yeah, if you want to play competitive Smash, you turn all that shit off, you do Final Destination, and you're boring. But it also is could be fun because it's like, all right. Let's put $5 on this game so Vaughn can take it and play. <laughs> Where, But if it's like eight-player Smash and it's just a clusterfuck anyway, let's turn all the Pokeballs on high and have have a good time. Mm-hmm. It can be the same with Mario Kart. Like recently, um, I went to a buddy's and we had four Switches. So we played eight-player Mario Kart and all the items were on. It was fun because it was all just there and not the computer mm-hmm. like ready to take you over. But I was also thinking like, man, I'd really just like to – show off my skills here (laughs) and not get wrecked by these items so show everybody why i'm better than them (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully in mario kart 9 they'll bring back a more like skill-based kind of like drift system whatnot like they did in ds and double dash yeah because those are still my favorites like you still have like the crazy frantic items but you still you have ways around them Mm -hmm. that aren't like you know just have a star in hand right it's stuff like that so cool um so yeah, a little bit of Mario Kart, but that's old news. Uh, Stefan, Hello. I promised last time you were on the show that the next time you're on the show, <laughs> we're going to talk about some Persona 5. Yeah. Um, how far have you beaten it yet? I have not beaten it yet because okay. I'm really slow at playing games. On top of that, all these fighting games have been hindering my playtime. All the grinding. <laughs> so we're still trying to stay, especially with Persona, as spoiler-free as Yeah, possible. of course, yeah, yeah. But where are you in this game, and what are your thoughts? Um, well, currently I am about, let's see, 80 hours in. I Okay, have... so you're not too far behind me. Did yeah. you play slowly, or did you actually pass me now? <laughs> do you do you play slowly or did you actually pass me now? Uh, I may have passed you. Okay. Which so, palace number are you on? Is that too much spoilers? Can I say palace I don't think number? So. No, number's fine. <laughs> All right, so I'm on palace. 
I just beat Palace 5. I'm going into Palace 6. Okay. So you're where I am. Yes. Okay, well, cool. You, I, you're just slow. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. Well, see, the thing, I'm not, I'm not slow when I'm playing the game. I'm slow about actually starting the game up. Because once I play, I just like sit there like hours yeah, at a time. exactly. And don't stop. But then when I'm not doing that, I just do a bunch of things that aren't playing the game. Like? Just like not playing the game. Like playing, <laughs> oh, playing, like, like, like playing other actually, games. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because we sound like we're video. in the same spot, mm-hmm. but I have 15 less hours than you. Oh yeah, I, when, I'm, when I'm actually playing the game, I do like do like a lot of like I do like a lot of arbitrary stuff. Okay, I don't. Like, sometimes I, you just want like you know to stand around and listen to like music. I sit, <laughs> like I sit in a velvet awesome room music. for long amounts of times, crafting personas. Okay, see, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I go to Mementos a lot. Yeah, I like going to Mementos. Like when I go to Mementos or when I'm in a palace, I always fight every enemy I come across, yeah. even if I don't want to. Okay. Well, see, because now when I go to Mementos, you go pay the fortune teller to boost your money, and then you go to Mementos, and then you come out with like 300,000 yen, <laughs> and then you're good to go for a while. Um, yeah, I'm 93 hours in. Okay. I haven't played any since last time we recorded. Uh, I beat the sixth palace. palace. Okay, yeah. So that's where I'm at. All right, see, I'm, I'm like right behind you then. Yeah, no. Same. I, I've, been, I've been wanting to play it more, but I took a break for a while, and then last week I talked a little bit about it, like, the week before I left for E3, I played it for like 25 hours. Yeah. And then we got back from E3, I played it for like 30-something hours. Um, and then it was just like so much going on, I just kind of set it aside mm-hmm. for yeah, a little that's bit. Fair. But I, I need to get back into it because I want to beat it before MechaCon. Because yeah. if the pictures and stuff I saw from Anime Expo has any, says anything, it's like Persona is everywhere. Yeah, literally everywhere. And I don't need any spoilers. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. how I feel. Like, okay, I want to do Beat it before Evo, but it's like I should probably practice for Evo instead of playing Persona. <laughs> so I like, I kind of like, cause like the the week after we got back from CEO, it's like I spent like most of that week just playing Persona. Like mm-hmm. I would go to work or like do whatever we did, like fighting game related. I'd come home at like one, two in the morning. <laughs> I take a shower and I lay on my bed and play Persona until like seven in the morning. Oh wow! And I'm like, yeah. I probably shouldn't stay up this late playing Persona. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I. Uh... Y'all haven't spoiled about anything? No, no. All right, no. good. Because I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was like, I'm surprised you haven't, like, you've been dodging, you've dodged all these spoilers. And I was like, I, for anything, if I see the letter P on Twitter, I keep scrolling. I don't even want to risk it. See, I don't even, like, search Persona music on YouTube just nope. in case my recommendeds, like, give me something Persona. Like, anytime I see a Persona video pop up on my YouTube, I scroll past it. I had, I had not I had interested. Pokemon Sun and Moon spoiled because I was looking for music for this show on YouTube, and there's, like, something, like, the headline of one of the videos, like, son of a yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been avoiding like anytime I see like Persona or anything on YouTube, I scroll past. If I see like a thumbnail, I hit the not interested button. I can't watch anything Persona related until after the game is beat. Yeah, no. My friend sent me this video. He really wanted me to watch. And I'm like, spoilers. He's like, no, it's not. Like, I don't care. I don't trust you. <laughs> but I ended up watching it. And it wasn't really spoilers. Yeah, but it was it's been like a running joke in like our Discord. Nobody says anything about Persona. We're like, ah, spoilers, spoilers. Get out of here. <laughs> it was like, hey guys, I'm on Palace Six. Ah, there's six palaces. Spoilers. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I'm like a big spoiler Nazi. So like. Everyone always makes fun of me, like I don't care. Yeah, I'm like the same do way. not know. Like, anybody mentions anything, like I haven't seen that yet. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Like, nope. One, nope. Like one of my coworkers, he like he like like he. I was trying to play him Persona before him. He passed me up, and he was like, "Hey, Stefan, you want some advice on like this palace?" Blah blah. blah. I don't, I don't tell nope. anything. Like he's like, "But I just want to let you know." And I was like, "I appreciate the effort of you trying to help me." Well, because to me, like <laughs> literally anything could be a spoiler because I like look at everything through like. Mm-hmm so many angles and lenses where you can tell me one minor thing exactly. and I'll connect this, this, and this, and it'll happen. Because I was talking to my friend Nick because he wanted me to like basically just like dictate my thoughts to him while I'm mm-hmm. doing stuff. And something was happening, so I threw out a theory. Mm-hmm. And he was like, huh. 
and that ended up like being correct. And he was like, I'm really surprised you like noticed this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because I like all these little things I noticed. That's why like I don't want to know. I want to be told yeah, to be a blackout yeah, yeah, yeah. because I can take the smallest thing as a spoiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually the exact same way. That's why if someone's ever like, yeah, man, let me know when you get to this day. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be like piecing everything together before I this day I didn't even like knowing – like when the Atlas blog put out was like, don't stream past this yeah, in-game yeah, 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 day. Yeah. To me, that's a spoiler. Exactly. Because like, what's happening in fucking July of this game, you know? I'm the exact same way on Sadly, it. that day, nothing happens. Yeah, it did happen. Right. Yeah. They picked an arbitrary date. <laughs> like, like a perfect example is like, um, um, like I was playing like whenever, uh, just getting off Persona for like a few, one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, whenever like uh, Spirit of Justice came out and like everybody beat Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice and everybody's like, oh man, Case 5. It's so crazy. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You won't see what happened. Like, you won't see what's going to happen in case five coming. And I was like, darn it. Because then my brain immediately started, like, piecing, like, what could possibly happen in this case? So, like, but then, like, the first, like, day of, like, the case happening, I already, like, guessed what was going to happen. It ended up being a regret, like, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's, it's not as mind-blowing anymore because, like, I kind of saw part of it coming. Well, even it's, it's for anything, like, all right, season one attack on Titan spoilers. We good? We good? Yeah, we good? Bro, we good? I, we good? I, we good? Yeah, we're fine. So I was way back when I was on, I was watching with my ex, and it was episode, I think, three. And she was like, oh, man, this episode's crazy. And the first thing into my head comes like, oh, the kid dies. <laughs> or he gets eaten or whatever. And Aaron got eaten in that episode. So it's like, I- anything yeah. you tell me, I know it, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. But so far, back to Persona. The game's great. I love it. Is awesome. One of like my favorite Persona game, like hands down so far. Oh, easily. Yeah. Right now, we talked about this last week, but right now it's like my game of the half year. Yeah. You know, same. So probably I, my favorite game ever. I don't know. <laughs> so far, it's it's a real neck and neck race between Persona Five and Near. Near's really good. Nier, I need to go back to Near. Like Horizon came out, and then Near came out, and mm-hmm. then the Switch came out. Slash yeah. Zelda. Because so like, that's part of the reason I'm probably not finished with Persona yet. It's, it's because midway through Persona, I borrowed Nier from a friend. Uh, because I borrowed it, I had to I had to finish it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to finish Nier. And so I thought I finished Nier. No, you only got, and, you got 25 more engines to go. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's keep going. So <laughs> I kept going. And I was like, man, this game is so good. This game was so great. I don't, I don't, like I feel like playing any other game would do a disservice <laughs> to how good this game was. Yeah, I uh, I need to get back to both of those, but I, I want to finish Persona yeah. for Mecca. Yeah, so after Evo, I'm probably just gonna like streamline Persona for as long as I can. Yeah, well, we no. got like three weeks between Evo and MechaCon, right? Yeah. Uh, no, you got like yeah, two, 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 weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. But on top of that, I also got to like prepare for MechaCon too. <laughs> so it's like. Uh, I gotta like get all this stuff ready for MechaCon, and I gotta like play Persona. Yeah, I think you could do it. Yeah, you gotta at least play enough to figure out who did it. So yeah. at least you can't have that spoiled. Yeah, you know, like so. just try to get all the major spoilers out of the way. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's gonna be one part where you're just I, gonna fall into the vortex. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying when it is. I'm just right. saying it's happened to everybody else. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, so besides. Grinding fighting games. Has anyone been playing anything fun? Or y'all mainly just been between Combo Breaker and CEO and Evo coming up? Y'all just kind of been grinding away at that. Yeah, it's mostly been fighting games. Um, uh, like the only other game I've played outside of that has been Persona. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it's not me playing, if it's not me playing <laughs> Persona, I'm probably playing. Like, I started Final Fantasy 15. Okay. 
How how was how was that for you? Uh, I'm like super early into mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's really pretty. Oh yeah, totally. uh, that's really all I can say right now <laughs> is that it's pretty, and I thought that the beginning was quite comical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it that it is. Um, you guys have also been going ham on that like MX. Yeah, like or whatever. uh, so NCSoft actually just dropped their MOBA finally after all these another years. MOBA. Uh, is it 2012 again? <laughs> so it's called Master X Master. Uh, we've been, we, me and some friends have been playing that a good bit. Isn't that an anime? Hmm? No, it's Hunter, no, Hunter X Hunter. Hunter, Hunter X Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's a bit different than your traditional MOBA like a League of Legends or Dota. Uh, and they have a ton of game modes and different options to play, which is also very different mm-hmm. than like there's a PVE mode that's kind of reminiscent to like a dungeon crawling like game where you like run around and kill little enemies and pick up gold and stuff. Kind of like playing Gauntlet. If you ever okay. play Gauntlet, yeah, 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 like you're playing Gauntlet with the characters from the MOBA, pretty much. Uh, quite fun. Uh, then they have you know the regular. PvP mode that's like 5v5 and then they have a 3v3 mode that's very reminiscent to World of Warcraft Arena if you ever played that. A little bit. Dabble. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty fun. Been, okay. been mashing around. What is that, that on? It is PC. PC. Okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, Vaughn, anything for you or just mainly the the fighters? I'm actually still playing through Tales of Berseria That's right. right. That's right. So many JRPGs uh, at the table today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's actually uh, think about the get to the last part of the game. It's a lot yeah. shorter of a Tales game than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Which usually they're like super long. That's also in my backlog. Yeah. Because uh, it's that in Disguise 5. And then uh, the like spiritual success of the Chrono Trigger. Uh, oh, I Am Satsuna. Yeah, that's also in my backlog. It's a good game. Uh, heard and good that about developer it. is making another title uh, that's supposed to come out this year, which is probably also going to go to my backlog. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than the Persona for me, I've been playing another classic JRPG, uh, Crash Bandicoot 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, still a terrible name. And I finished Crash 1 earlier this week, and god damn it, I earned that fucking credits because that game yeah, that is like one of the most difficult games i've ever played and that's no hyperbole like i don't know if you ever played crash one because i didn't i started um, with crash two i don't remember which one i played first that game was like pure state like if Satan <laughs> were a video game that, that was this. that was back in the day when platformers were like incredibly difficult like there's this one level towards the end I think it's like the hardest level. It's called the high road or the high ground. I bitched about the bridge level, one of the bridge levels last week. Mm-hmm. You know, Crash Bandicoot, they just use like the same levels like over and over again, just make yeah. them slightly more difficult. Mm-hmm. This one, so if you don't know, if you didn't listen last week, you aren't here. It's this bridge that just goes straight. You can't see anything. The depth perception going straight forward sucks in that game. Mm-hmm. The camera doesn't work. Um, and you're running and jumping on this bridge. Where some of the planks will stay there, but there are none of those in this level, of course. Yeah. There are some you'll land on, and after like a second, they fall through. Mm-hmm. And there are some you'll land on, they just fall through, you're dead. Oh, okay, nice. And while that's going on, there's usually this warthog thing that's running at you. Yeah, he runs over like the gaps in the bridge, which totally makes sense. And <laughs> if he touches you, you die. 
You can't spin attack them. You can't jump on them. If you touch them, you die. And in this variation, there's too big of gaps for crashed jump. So you have to kill these turtles and flip them over right in the right spot, then jump off of them like a trampoline, and those things launch you. So you, it's kind of hard to guide where you're going to land because you can't see where you're landing besides a little shadow. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the depth perception sucks in this game. Um, so you're having to like make these large leaps and land on a specific plank and then immediately jump because it's going to fall under you. And then at the end, because I, I kept getting stuck, I couldn't beat it. I was like, I'm not looking this up. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I eventually saw, watched someone do it just so I could see it was possible. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, there's like five of those turtle jumps in a row. Like oh, wow. turtles, 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 turtle. And I'm like, this is insane. But I didn't want insane. to like, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned, but I didn't want to look up anything besides that. So I'm like, I'm going to sit here and do it. So this one time I was trying to hop over the warthog running at you, and I, I landed on the ropes of mm. the bridge. And I realized you can walk on the rope. Oh. <laughs> so I jumped up on the rope, and then I just walked all the way to the ending of the level. Oh, nice. And I did not feel any shame for that whatsoever. <laughs> do what you I was do, on man. that level for over an hour. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, Summer Games Done Quick is going on right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally the next day, they were running Crash Bandicoot 96. Oh. And that dude just like beat that level in like thirty seconds, and I felt like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that game is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some very precise platforming you have to do, and there's like three different things moving with an enemy in your face that you have to keep bouncing on. Um, but now I've played Starting Crash Two, which I beat multiple times as a child, mm -hmm. and it's a much better game, <laughs> and it looks great in HD. And it's weird because in Crash 2, did anyone else play Crash 2 at this table? I'm pretty no. sure I did as a kid. I've so, played some Crash games. Crash 2 is okay. like the Red to Cortex, right? No, that's yeah. PS2 version. That's Crash 4. This is Cortex Strikes Back. Cortex Strikes Back, yeah. I think I played. I remember playing... I don't know. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah it's been a while. I did play a Crash game. On PS1. I, don't I think remember I that. Yeah. So in Crash 2, so Crash 1, it's like a, a giant over map, and you just have little dots, kind of like Donkey Kong Country. Mm -hmm. yeah. In Crash okay, 2, remember that where you yeah. can like walk into like a portal or something? Yes. Okay, so yeah, in Crash I played 2, that you come up, and there's like the five portals around, and yeah, you get yeah, a little yeah. thing in the middle, and it brings you up and down. Yeah. Well, in, in the original one for PlayStation, they had a save wall. Mm -hmm. So you just walked up and saved your game. Yeah, I remember But that. in this one, you press L2 to save. Mm -hmm. So instead, uh, the save wall is blank, and then when you beat all five levels, the boss portal unlocks. There, mm -hmm. there never was a boss portal before. Mm -hmm. Before you just beat the five levels, got on the platform, and it went up, and you went up into the boss fight. But that meant you could never fight the boss again, because after you beat him, if you went down, you just went back to that, that yeah. uh, like, you know, uh, area with the levels. Yeah. So now you can fight the, the boss each time over and over again, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Crash 2 is a much better game. Yeah, no, I did play Crash 2. That's one I played. It's much more fair, mm -hmm. and um, it could just be because I played it and have more nostalgia for it, mm -hmm. but I just think it's a, it's a much more well-rounded game. Probably, and, and I think yeah. I think Crash 3 is a little too easy. <laughs> I, I need to go back and replay it. Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, I thought Crash 3 was really easy. Yeah. But I'm hoping they'll do HD re-release of Crash Team Racing. And I think I heard that they might be doing an HD re-release of Cortex Strikes Back. Oh, no. Um, Wrath yeah, Cortex, uh, Wrath of Cortex, yeah. which is the PS2 version, which is the only good PS2 game, the only one that was good not developed by Naughty Dog, in my opinion. <laughs> but what do I know, right? <laughs> um, so that's pretty, pretty much uh, it for me, too. Let's try to find some news to talk about because, you know, summer drought, not much going on. Yeah. 
Last week, you know, we were, had a holiday. This week, we technically had a holiday. Happy birthday, America, three <laughs> days ago. Uh, but got a little bit of news to talk about. I have a free Mighty Morph box open in Power Rangers Legacy Wars. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they had a Nintendo Direct Thursday morning, which is yesterday, uh, for Splatoon 2. Splatoon. Uh-huh. Who's excited for Splatoon 2 at this table? I mean, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I like Splatoon. It looks cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to do some Splatoon esports. Esports! <laughs> esports! <laughs> Ready to yell! Uh, I didn't even know this direct was going on until I was laying in bed after waking up, and it was 8.58, and I saw on Twitter that, hey, I did a direct starting at 9. And you're like, yeah, why not? All right. Yeah. It was basically just like, here are the modes and the features in Splatoon 2. A lot of it looked the same as Splatoon 1. Um, but there, you know, they, there are a few new items that you can use. And there's that new game mode with the Salmons, which is basically like Horde mode, mm-hmm. which looked really fun. Uh, they talked about there's going to be another like beta next okay. weekend. It is first the Splatfest, the Splatfest World Premiere, they're calling it, which is their kind of like team mode where you like pick a side and you play random like team battles against it and earn okay. points for your yeah. thing. Like the first Splatfest choice is which do you like better cake or ice cream and then you choose like i like the ice cream team which is wrong and then you play with other ice cream lovers and then you earn points at the end of Splatfest. you'll see which team (laughs) one more um because cake is the right answer well not both (laughs) yeah Uh, they talked about some more game modes that are coming of course for ranked there's the um like the area control. The splat zones? Yeah, there's yeah. splat zone. There's a, a tower one, which I don't know if it was in Splatoon 1 because I didn't play a lot yeah, of Yeah, that was also in Splatoon 1. Which is just get on the payload. Yeah. Because <laughs> the tower moves if you stand on it. Okay, yeah. So if it's anything like Overwatch, no one's going to stay on the fucking payload. <laughs> and then there's one where you have to like control this golden fish and bring it to your like base for a certain amount of time or something. That's new. Yeah. Um, and then you know, there's a traditional splat fest, which is the only thing I really played. They talked about how you can use the Nintendo online app on your telephone to get your party together and voice chat and all this stuff, which still seems so backwards. And um, there's two new, like, squid-based people pop stars which talk to you. Instead of Callie and Marie, it's Marina and Pearl? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw images floating around on, uh, but, on Twitter. But Callie yeah. Marie is such a better pun, though. I know. <laughs> and a friend of the show, Nick Seegers, brought up a good point to me that uh, Marina is an octoling, apparently, and no one's talking about that. Hmm. Octolings were the bad guys in the first game. But now she is yelling at you on TV yeah. about game modes and stuff. Uh, maybe they reached some kind of peace from the last game. I maybe. Know. I don't know. I think Nick's just overthinking things, but maybe there's some deeper meaning to the story we don't know about yet. <laughs> Matt Pat, get on it. Game two. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo also announced during this that they will be uh, supporting Splatoon 2 for a while with new gear and weapons coming out over the first year, and they're going to support it with Splatfests for two years. I mean, I'm not surprised. They kind of did that with Splatoon 1. Yeah, totally. So. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that they're going to have more of the party system ready for launch because that's one reason i fell off splatoon 1 
was there's no real way to be like, hey, let's us four get together and play this game together. You it's know? perfect for the Switch. So. It's also perfect for the Switch. Even the, the Horde mode sounds fun. It's like, hey, everyone come over yeah. and bring your Switch, and we can just play. Unlike trying to set up Horde modes in like Gears of War 2, mm-hmm. when you had to bring TVs, you had to bring yeah. Xboxes, you had to land them all together, and that was just a nightmare. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super jazzed for Splatoon 2. It's a shame it's going to lose best style again to Persona 5 this year. <laughs> Well, that's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> but they really focused on like uh, the, the squid character customization again, where you can buy your trendy hats and your yeah, jerseys, and there's there you know there's there's gear that's specific to the, the salmon run, to the ranked, to all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that all seems really neat. I'm hoping to play more of it just because I didn't get to play a lot of Splatoon One. Yeah, and it just seems so perfect for Switch. So that's really exciting. Um, also, like right when y'all knocked on my door. I saw there was a reveal trailer from Blizzard for Doomfist Doom in Overwatch. Yes. Uh, he's been rumored for a hot minute. <laughs> Quite some time. And uh, he's finally real. The big old dude with a giant robot arm. Not voiced by Terry Crews. Not, yeah, that's really <laughs> disappointing. Not voiced by Terry Crews. But he looks really cool. Um, no word on when he's going to come out, but I'm sure it's the next couple weeks. Yeah. Usually... For Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm, whenever yeah. they announce new characters, they they hit pretty soon. I hear he is currently playable on the PTR though. Oh, so he's probably coming out like next week or yeah. two weeks. Um, so that's really cool. I haven't really looked into if they've detailed any of his like move set or anything. Yeah, there's like a developer like okay, blog cool. form. Do you just run around and punch people or? Uh, I haven't watched it yet, so I'm okay. not sure. I just watched the trailer before we left my house. So. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was uh I was watching when uh. When the trailer was here. pretty cool. Yeah, super anime. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really neat. I've been saying like all of these Overwatch videos, either this like the animated one or mm-hmm. these like computer like CG ones, yeah. are all so good. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah, they're all so good. They like are man, very good. Like I would I would watch like an entire like Overwatch movie. Like Blizzard make it, and I'll go to the theaters watch it. Like cause... I mean, when you got that kind of budget. It's hard to look bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I play a lot of Hearthstone, and the running joke is, you know, they have like 70 million, like, players or something ridiculous like that. But, like, the simplest features they just won't do. Mm-hmm. So the whole Hearthstone's community is like, lol, small indie team, lol, features aren't there yet, can't do this. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad that at least, like, Overwatch, they're doing something with their budget, yeah. making these cool, like, animated shorts, which is really neat. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see, let me find something else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, here is, I don't want to call this a rumor, because, I don't know, it's the official Platinum Twitter account tweeted it out. Uh, there's a tease. Oh, the Bayonetta? With the Switch? No, well, maybe, but also the Wonderful 101, a tease coming to Switch as well. Basically, we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. Every popular game is on Wii U. Get ready to buy again. Yeah, because they're pretty probably going to make all of them. And Wonderful 101 is one of those that a lot of people were uh, hoping for. Wonderful 101 Deluxe. Because, because yes, the main, the main tweet was <laughs> was kind of centered around Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. Mm-hmm. But apparently there's a tease in there for Wonderful 101 as well. Bayonetta 2 Deluxe. Yeah, which <laughs> makes sense because they're both platinum. Yeah. And it could just be a little Easter egg, but I hope not. But, and I'm kind of annoyed of buying. I bought all these games once, mm-hmm. and I could easily play them on my Wii U. But why the fuck would I do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just buy them again. But the real question is, when is Beautiful Joe three? <laughs> oh man, oh, man. <laughs> that'd be great. That's One probably long not tear. <laughs> <laughs> Never. That's that's. 
Oh man, beautiful Joe. Is he even in Marvel Infinite right now? No, he's not. He's probably not going to be in the game. Uh, Speaking of Marvel Infinite. Oh yeah, we could. I should have talked asked about that during the what we've been playing the, the segment. But let's find. Let's talk about that because I played that at uh, E3. I'm assuming y'all played, played that at CEO, and y'all played like the correct demo, right? Yes, the, yes. Like the versus demo. What y'all yeah. think of that? Uh, I think it's one way yeah, better than Mr. Hollywood over here. <laughs> <laughs> Got all of the playtime. I did get quite yeah. a bit of playtime. Um, Getting challenged by high name players. <laughs> Whoa! All right. Okay. Um. So, like, I guess I'll tell that story really quickly as a as a, like a precursor. So, as a joke, um, they had like a setup there where you can play a two out of three match with somebody, and if you win, you get a sand, and you get kicked off after that. So, I played against um Ally Joe, which is like one of, like one of the top named Street Fighter players from uh, Long Island. That's meant. the guy who like was the ESPN feature yeah, 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 last yeah, 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 year yeah, yeah, when they for the finals, right? Because he's yeah, the only yeah. American. Yeah, okay, that, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. So I played against him. Hollywood. <laughs> I played against him, um, and like 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 just randomly on the setup, and so like I was like, I ended up like losing to him, but like, I was super close because I like dropped a combo or whatever, and then he hit me. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So then I was like, man, I could beat Eli Joe. That guy's free, <laughs> no problem. And so one of my friends, James Butler, shout out to the noisy child. You um, move your phone, I can hear it. Or someone needs to move their phone, I can hear it. Um, right. um, so he ended up po- posting on Twitter, like, hey, Eli Joe, my friend Steph said he can beat you. And he's like, all right, tell him bring it on. <laughs> so the next day, uh, he actually hit me up. I was like, hey, let's play. So I run over to the uh, the Marvel setup. And so what we didn't know, what we all knew, but we unofficially knew, is that there was one Hollywood setup where all of the high-profile players just got to play for uh, as long as they wanted, like, on all day. Top player pretty. So basically, I got, I got invited to play against Ally Joe on that setup. So we played except two or three. Oh, cool. Whatever. Okay. And then after I, I played against him, he ended up winning that one. I give him that one. Whatever. <laughs> um, Keats, the community manager for uh, Iron Galaxy, which is the creators of a Killer he's Instinct. He's not the community, not community man. manager. Uh, he's the, like, man, like, he's, like, the head yeah, hunter. Yeah, yeah, the... the the guy over Iron Galaxy, my bad. Dave Lang? That no, monster? Uh, uh, I think he's under Dave. Yeah, he's but, like right under well, Dave. Well, technically, Adam Boy is the CEO now, but anyway. Yeah. But um, anyway, that guy, he was playing. He was like, hey, you're pretty good, kid. You should play against us more. So I ended up, <laughs> I ended up literally staying on that Hollywood setup like all day, just playing against like Filipino cool. champ, Justin Wong. I know all of his L- names. Li <laughs> <laughs> Joe, which I got my run back against him, and I beat him the second time, so it was all good. Who uh, who are you liking in that game right now? Uh, I was playing around with Dante and Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah, Dante, I think is really good. Doctor Strange is interesting. He's like a really different. He's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the game in of itself is like really great. Like the graphics might not be like the best visually, even in the versus build. Game, and they got time to fix that. Yeah, <laughs> but like the gameplay is smooth. It's really fast. It's really fun. It's still as crazy as like. Any other Marvel game, in my opinion, things are going to be found. It's going to be like game breaking. I think like it's going to be even crazier than the last one. Yeah, I think I think it actually has the potential to yeah. be crazier than Marvel Three, despite losing the character. It was uh, it was weird adjusting to the stone system. Yeah, I found like I kept like not wanting to use it, or they're like they at E three the lines were ridiculous. Not so it was like right. they didn't they were like trying to rush everyone through. So it wasn't like I could sit there and be like, okay, what does this time stone do? What is the space stone? you know, I yeah. didn't couldn't tell what they do so I was like I was just mashing buttons. Mm-hmm. But I really like Dante and I really liked X. Yeah, X seems pretty good too. He's X, pretty fun. X is pretty fun. I got um, to mess around a little bit more in the story mode demo and I'm actually starting to warm up to him more than I did at CEO for sure yeah. now. <laughs> So I'm still super jazzed for that release. Did y'all get a chance to play Dragon Ball Fighters? No. 
that was not a CEO, but it will be at Evo. Y'all need to play that game. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I've never seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z in my life. And that game was like one of my favorite things I played at Evo. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm, it's, it's it's guilty gear meets Marvel. It's more Marvel than Marvel is now. You yeah, know, so yeah. like, oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, no, I'm excited to play that. Like, me and me and Jerry are big Dragon Ball Z nerds. Like, we Same. we've had many conversations on a car ride to Baton Rouge <laughs> about just like theory crafting Dragon Ball Z stuff. I did, I had to text my friend and ask her like, which of these characters should I be? Because I only know like Goku. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't even point out Goku on a wall. I just know his name. <laughs> He's the, one, he's the main guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny that we talk about anime and fighting games, and we're talking about news, because Jabaili just announced the CEO Taku 2017 lineup. Oh, perfect. Oh, uh, wow. Hit which, us with some knowledge. Which will be consisting of, but is not limited to, <laughs> Guilty Gear Exit Revelator 2 on PS4, right. Blaze Blue Central Fiction on PS4, uh-huh. Undernight and Birth EXE Late, ST on oh, PS4. Oh, yeah, the return. That the triumphant. <laughs> That's not a real thing. The triumphant return. Skullgirl Second Encore on PS4. Ooh, okay. Multi Blood on Steam. Okay. Gundam versus PS4. Oh, wow. 2v2. Nice. Oh, interesting. Uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Yeah, on PS4. Anime. Kohime Enbu on Steam. I don't even know what that is. Cat- <laughs> Catherine for Xbox One or Whoa. PS3. All right, that's to standard. be determined. That, 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 that's standard now. Catherine so. on Xbox One? Yeah, it's getting it's released. Backwards, no, it's backwards compatible. Oh, oh backwards okay. Compatible? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was $3 not too long ago. I bought it again digitally. Just us. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then the second half of the roster is Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax Ignition. Ignition. For PS4. Is that the Booby Fighters? No, 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 no. That's King Kingara's King. <laughs> no, anyway. Dengeki Bunko is like um, it's a bunch of like anime properties that's owned by like, they, like a Japanese company that makes it's like, like anime It's like Smash for an anime company. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of like like, like J All Stars Battle kind of, kind of, but it's like, in a traditional it's like, TV. It's like Sword Art Online character, oh, okay. right? and then like it has like like Kakugan Oshana and like Akira from Virtual Fighter for some reason. Arcana Heart. <laughs> <For> Sega. <laughs> Arcana Hut 3, Love Max, on like, PS3. Like That's pretty much the booby points. fighter. <laughs> Is it? I don't really think I mean, it it's all girls. I mean, I guess. Also Skull Girls. I wouldn't call Skull Girls a booby um, fighter. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax on PS3. I'm glad that game's Puyo, still kind of... Tetris. Oh, yeah. I have a story for you. I got my belt. Right, I guess Adam's going to see you talking about it. Guilty Gear XX at Core Plus R. PS3. You made that up too. <laughs> Chaos Code Signs of Catastrophe on PS4. Something and King of Fighters 14 on PS4. And a tentative 17th entry, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. What? Whoa. He what? is trying. He says demo. he has a note at the bottom that says, I am trying my hardest to get Dragon Ball Fighters Z to the event. Ooh. All right, I think then. that's a 2018 release. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But that'd be really cool if they could get something playing. Yeah, you get a demo build there, and we can play a tournament on that. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games for CEO talk. Where <laughs> is this? Because I know this CEO proper is moving to uh, Daytona. This will remain at the Wyndham Orlando Resort. So it's the same uh, venue as old CEO. September twenty yeah, third okay. and twenty fourth. It's the week after my birthday. <laughs> so good, you have no excuse to miss my birthday. <laughs> 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 I always thought CEO Taku was in like. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Evo Japan, which is in, like, December yeah. or January, yeah, right? January, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's really cool. The uh, Half those games I've never heard of. <laughs> but is 
put I, I want some more information. Let's pull your pull your Tetris. <laughs> it's uh, it's the swap format. So what we did it for at uh, yeah, Cinco like Party, where, where you're literally switching between Tetris and oh yeah, Puyo, current champion. They're the best. Right here. All right, so come come win. <laughs> <laughs> come beat them all. I believe. Uh, that's really cool. I don't really have much other news this week. Um, I'm trying to like. Scour through all of these news websites and and NeoGAF, but there was just not much going on. I see there was a new trailer for Fire Emblem Warriors today. Okay. Oh wait, the best news. I'm sorry, you go ahead first. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot the best news that was announced today. Well, they they had a trailer that showed four more characters from Fire Emblem Awakening that could probably be part of the roster. I don't know if they actually added them to the roster, but we got like male Robin. Lisa, Frederick, and Lucina. Okay. What they showed in the trailer. And the game looks really good. Those are popular characters. What is Lisa gonna do? She wields an axe, apparently. What? Yeah, I know, right? Hello? <laughs> That's the sister, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can, she becomes like a war healer, and she carries on an axe and kicks people's ass if you level up or not. Okay. Level her up enough. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I approve of this. I'm okay with this, but... <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> um, Makes me even more hyped for that game. So, my favorite piece of news today, I can't believe I almost forgot. For for months, for years now, oh. I've been pestering Vaughn at you know, the monthlies for fighting at the Cove. He has his oh, mystery tournament, yeah, and I'm like, Vaughn, you need to have Tekken Tag Bowling, because that is <laughs> fucking legit. And he's like, no, I don't know, I'm Vaughn. But now, today... Day. Oh, yeah. Namco Bandai right. announced bowling coming to Tekken 7 <laughs> in August. <laughs> Time for a motherfucking bowling tournament. <laughs> well, we there is a trailer <sighs> with Harada walking like all, it's like this like metal, like, not even metal, like this music, like walking all tough. And he's like in a bowling alley. <laughs> and then he bowls like. And it, it keeps like five pins, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Oh!" And then he like takes two balls and throws at the same time, and gets like two strikes. And he's just like, "Yeah." And then it cuts to Paul in the game. He's like fist pumping. He's like, "Yeah." It is so great and lame at the same time. But I guess now it's time for me to buy Tekken Seven because <laughs> just for bowling. Just for bowling. bowling. My, my, I love. I've been bowling since I was three. I'm a multi city and state champion in bowling. Oh, kind of okay. good. Uh, <laughs> this guy loves Tekken bowling, bro. Dude. <laughs> I mean, Tekken Tag 2 bowling was legit. <laughs> when I was like 12 or 13, Tekken Tag bowling was like, that's all my sister and I played, almost more than the fighting game. Because you know, you had like the, the, the volleyball and the, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Fuck that. The bowling is where it's at. Um, so, get ready, Vaughn. Tech and bowl. Tech and bowling. Coming I'm back. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to try this out and see what the hype is about. Man, I'll go find my PS2. We can find the hype is about right now. Uh, so that's all the news I have for this week. Uh, let us see what's coming out next week on Tuesday. Final Fantasy 12: The Zodiac Age is coming out on PlayStation 4. Any Final Fantasy 12 fans? Didn't really like it too much. Me either. I know Neil's excited about that one, so he can tell us all about it. I don't get why that game is getting and or deserves a remake. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. And also next week on Tuesday, Fable Fortune on Xbox One and PC. And the summer drought continues, and that is it. <laughs> nice. So pretty much Final Fantasy twelve remake. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm looking forward to at Evo though? Getting a chance to play a Dissidia. 
Oh yeah, that was that an E3. That had some decent lines. I don't even know what that is. Like I know what Dissidia is. I just don't know if the new one's just a remake of the PSP game. Uh, it's like a brand. Or it's new, a new one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a, like a it's a three v three sort of like arena fighter kind of game. Yeah, I know it's definitely unique. Yeah. Best way to put it's, it. It's still similar. It's like the PSP games, but like you said, it's like a three v three now. It's like a one v one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like arena, Marvel, Final Fantasy thing. Right. So that's exciting. Um, so that's it for your games coming out uh, next week. Uh, but let's take a trip to the past. Vaughn, you want to do it this week? Yep. So let's it. take a trip to the past with Retro Rewind. <laughs> This is the segment where we look into the past and see what games came out this week and reminisce on what used to be. Uh, So this week in gaming, in the year 2000, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on Sega Dreamcast was released 17 years ago. I like that game. Even as broken as it is, I like that game. (laughs) Ice Beam. Ice Beam. Ice Beam. I'm not a fan. I played a lot of Marvel 2 on Xbox 360 with some friends, mm-hmm. but I didn't really play it back on the Dreamcast, but that's a long time ago. Uh, let's see. Also in 2000. Oh, that's in Japan. Never mind. doesn't count. We only talk about America. Right. Uh, in 1998, Grand Theft Auto came out on PlayStation 1. The first game? The first game. Dang. Top down. <laughs> rated M. Has the parental advisory sticker on the cover like it's a like a Eminem album or something as you can see. So I find that pretty funny. Uh, I never played any one any of like the top down ones. Mm-hmm. But I played the Chinatown Wars with DS. Okay. Kind of have the same top down aesthetic. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. Um, nineteen ninety nine, Mario Golf comes out on N sixty four. Yo, that was like the beginning of the Mario Sports franchise. It's <laughs> very true. Uh, I play a lot of Mario Golf. It's like you play day. golf with Mario characters. What is this? I know, and I got to play Yoshi, and then you can mash the C buttons and make <laughs> just taunting noises really does. over and over again. Uh, nineteen ninety nine, Driver. Came out on PS1. Oh, Anybody play Driver? I no. did not. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, action sports racing. <laughs> From the creators of Destruction Derby 1 and 2, Driver, you are the wheel man. Oh, gosh. What a time. What a... <laughs> uh, 1991, Duke Nukem oh, boy. on the PC. That game is uh, pretty hard. I never played Duke Nukem. Me either. I was two years old when it came out. I don't think I could have played it. I was like <laughs> negative three years old. <laughs> Let's see what else do we have. Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos on uh, PC, 2002. I really played any of the Warcraft I played games. that. Yeah? That, I, see, I didn't... No. <laughs> I never had a computer growing up that was worth a shit. Like, I could, my computer back then couldn't even run StarCraft, right? Mm-hmm. So. Dang. I just never played many computer games, so I kind of missed all of that era. Uh, the era I did not miss, though... Oh, wait, that's Europe. Can't talk about it. But I want to talk about it. Because in Europe, Charlie's Angels came out on PS2 this week <laughs> in 2003. Charlie's Angels? <laughs> yeah, dude. Remember with uh, Cameron Diaz yeah. and Lucy Liu and oh, Drew Barrymore? <laughs> uh, and then, finally... 
It's not retro, but I can't believe it's been one year ago today or yesterday when you're listening to this. Uh, Pokemon Go was released oh, <laughs> this time last year. Oh man, the biggest two week blow up ever. <laughs> it's already been a year. It's been a year. Man, but I always joke, like, I remember when it was July, and now it's July again, but it's like, yeah, that was it. <laughs> I remember going to MechaCon last year, and everyone was just, like, yelling their, like, team yeah. at each other. Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> like, Y'all need to stop. <laughs> and then they did, and no one plays this game anymore except for, like, five people. So good job. Good on you, five people. <laughs> Actually, they reported that they made, like, a billion dollars recently on microtransactions in that game, wow. so... Gotta gotta keep gotta keep yourself relevant. Get all those fruits so you can get more candies. I mean, I have seen friends, but like, man, there's a Pokemon right here. I'm out of Pokeballs. I guess I'll buy some Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> need to buy this uh, lure or whatever it was, and then people come to your shop. All those businesses, all those marketing. Oh, God, my Pokemon Go is insane. <laughs> In those two and a half weeks, you played it. Um. So then, after I list all the games, we talk about which one meant the most to us. For me, it was probably Marvel 2. I didn't play it necessarily on the Dreamcast, but I played it a lot with some uh, friends who worked at Best Buy on 360. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but I really liked it. And that was like my first time I really played a fighting game a lot other than the Tekken series when I was 10. Mm-hmm. Bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably also say Marvel 2, because mm-hmm. that was the game that kind of just like sort of like piqued uh, my curiosity in the fighting games in general. Like it was, I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world just to do a simple magic series combo into Hyper Viper Beam. So <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. Mm. And then I played Smash after that. <laughs> and then, I, then I went back to FGC Fighters from there. So gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. For me, I don't know. Since I didn't really play many of those games as a child, I'd probably just go with Pokemon Go. Pokemon okay. Go was a fun yeah. two weeks. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed a very fun two weeks. I hang out with a lot of friends, like three in the morning, walking around town. You see so many people already just looking at their phone, and you have that blue glow. On yeah, the yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you know. I had like I had like some like six year lady come into my job one time. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm playing Pokemon Go. It's so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, all right, there you go. Hmm. For me, even though I'm not the biggest fan, I think I'm gonna have to say Marvel too because. Okay. It functions as as a catalyst that allowed Marvel Three to be created. Hey, functions. And, <laughs> and uh, without that, you know, what I I probably wouldn't do what I do today. So good point. There we go. That was also true. So that's your that's your retro rewind for the week. If you want to email the show, you can GameWareExpress at gmail dot com. And then let's wrap the show up with special stages. As y'all may recall, this is a segment where you just you know, talk about whatever. See something cool, watch something cool, experience something cool. Let people know about it. Vaughn, you want to kick us off? I'll just do what I did last week and say that I'm excited for Evo again. <laughs> yeah, you won't be on the show next week because you'll be nope. in Las Vegas probably. Just gambling and playing fighting games and drinking a lot of alcohol, you know. <laughs> As you do. A regular barbarian. <laughs> doing, doing what the white mage does best when he goes to these things. So, it's fine. 
Cool. I've just never been to Vegas, so I'm super excited about the whole area in general. I recommend all of y'all packing light-colored t-shirts because it's, <laughs> it's hot as fuck. Yeah, I've, I've heard many stories about how hot it is over I had there. a labor in Vegas coming back from Los Angeles, and at 8.30 p.m., it was 112 degrees. Nice. And it felt like the airport had no air conditioning. But we know it had air conditioning because if it didn't, we'd all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you like just touch the glass and like it, it, it could, it's it's hot, just, just being cooked alive. So just stay in your hotel. Don't go. Don't go outside. Never leave the Mandalay Bay. Buffet. Yeah, food there. Live off of nachos and cotton candy, and you'll be good. Yo, I heard. I heard there's a Starbucks yeah. in there. I'm hitting up that Starbucks every I'm, day. I'm sure you'll be Omni's best friend. <laughs> I will be. I heard he's going. Maybe. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what about y'all? Y'all got uh, what y'all got to share or talk about? I'd probably also just say I'm excited for Evo. Uh, really excited to compete. Also excited just to play Dragon Ball Fighter Z mm-hmm. and more Marvel. Um, I really want to do well as well in my tournament. I want to at least get top eight so I can be on stage in Mandalay <laughs> Bay. That'd be a nice. A nice monument to my fighting game career. Like, hey man, look at this time I was on this giant stage. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I guess I have to follow suit. Right? <laughs> um, but unlike this guy, uh, I hope that I have time to experience Dragon Ball Fighters and all the demos and different panels and stuff that mm-hmm. are gonna be there. Um, I will say, however, I am extremely excited and grateful for the opportunity to kind of see what really goes on in the back, yeah, yeah, back room of an evolution tournament. Like, you know, that's something you gotta think about. A tournament that big, what's really going on? Behind it's the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. And um, you know, I can already tell anybody that's gonna be watching Evo from home, if you didn't plan on watching Evo. Make a little bit of time to plan to watch Evo. It's like my favorite weekend mm-hmm. every year. They, The production crew, like, I'm just reading the stuff that they're discussing because <laughs> they all discuss it over a Discord server in chat. So I just, like, oh, this is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, they're doing a lot of stuff. People are really going to like it. They're doing some new stuff this year that I'd love to talk about after we're done recording. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah totally. Um, but, yeah. It's it's gonna be a good time. I'm super excited. Cool. Um, for mine, with MechaCon coming up, I feel like I need to get brushed up on my animes. <laughs> so, uh, my buddy has been pestering me. So, um, I'm gonna start watching My Hero Academia. Academia yeah, I, I hear it's good. I was also gonna start watching that too. It's, I uh, you don't? need to start it. Huh? You don't watch an anime. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. No. I haven't had time to watch it. But it's so popular. I mean, I don't just watch what's popular. I, mean, I do. So <laughs> I'm so shocked. I mean, okay. So my story with uh, Boku no Hero Academia is that years ago, when the manga first came out, like the very first chapter of the manga, Gerald was like, "Yo, Steph, you should read this. It looks like it's really good." Because he told everybody that. Yeah, he did. And then I was like, "I'll get to it eventually." And next thing I know, the anime is coming out. I'm like, "Whoops." Yeah. The uh. Because, I don't know, I'm not the biggest anime fan. Um, and my buddy's been, like, bothering me to watch. He's like, it's superheroes, you love superheroes, you love this. I'm like, oh, whatever, I don't know. But anytime, like, I just see a certain show just, like, bombarding all of my social media, mm-hmm. I get, my interest is peaked. Like, that's what happened with Attack on Titan, happened with One Punch Man. Yeah. And I love those. So I'm like, all right, 
I will watch this. <laughs> I mean, popular anime is popular for a reason. No, I know. <laughs> and then I need to go watch the second season of Attack on Titan, I guess. Uh, yeah. I've read it, so I know it yeah, happened, so it's not it, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, do you have any suggestions? I now have access to a Crunchyroll account. So Ooh, do fancy. you have any uh, suggestions for me on stuff I may like or should watch? Him hey, and I always tell anybody, like, yeah. I don't watch a lot of anime. Yeah. So I'd like to think when I say watch an anime, it should be heard. <laughs> so Hitman Reborn it's great Hitman Reborn yeah, it's really long though so if you don't want to watch it's a long one anime, of those long ones it's not like super long like a one piece or anything but it it is longer than your normal anime <laughs> not just 26 episodes no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like 120 episodes, episodes. Jesus Christ yeah, okay, I don't think I'll get that really? done by Mac we stopped on episode 130 something we did yes uh, well I mean <laughs> I, we, we stopped but I finished yeah. before it but, um, see, I know you're a big Ace Attorney fan. You should watch the Ace Attorney anime. So I've been wanting to do that, but I hear – I can't remember which one it is. If you watch it on some certain thing, it's their Japanese name. If you watch it on another device, it's their English name. Yeah, I would just check what Crunchyroll does because when I was watching it, I was watching it on a fan sub site. And I don't want their Japanese names. Yeah, I don't watch yeah it, it was really it was like the – sub, the sub started with the Japanese names, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. But then I got used to them. Then they switched to the English names, and I was like, I just got used to Japanese names. Yeah, <laughs> I finally got used to them calling Phoenix like Naruhodo King. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know some good anime that I check out, like just some like some well, things I like, things I think other people like are classics. Are um, I watch the Code Geass, one of my favorite animes of all time. It's really good. Same, it's uh, really good. Two seasons, twenty five episodes each season. It's really good. Is it on show- Crunchyroll though? Um, I'm not sure actually. If not, I'm sure you can find it. It's not that hard to find. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Also, when it is on Crunchyroll, no game, no life. That's a really good anime. Oh, I think like my, one of my favorite Hearthstone streamers has that listed. It's like one of his favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's, heard really it good. it's really yeah. good. It's really good, especially if you're like you're into like gaming and like nerd culture in general. Like you know, I am it's right up our alley. Basically, it's 13 episodes long. Ooh, even better. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> Another short one that I highly recommend. Like if if you're gonna make a list, put this top of the list. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is Death Parade. Death uh, Parade. Yeah, Death Parade is also a very good anime. It's really short. Um. Really like deep. Plot. It's super intense. Yeah. yeah, but it's really short. Okay, yeah. and it has one of the best openings of any anime. And oh, it doesn't man, yeah. doesn't fit to the theme of the anime at all, but it's great to watch the opening. I really liked the second opening for Death Note. I feel it didn't fit the theme of the anime <laughs> at all, but it was great. Yeah, Death Note second opening is pretty good. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I would okay. recommend right now. I really I mean, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I'm also. It's, it's a uh, yeah, you can watch Dragon Ball Z. My buddies will let me borrow his DVDs okay, because yeah. there's a lot of those. There are a lot of those. Yeah. Yes. Dragon Ball Z is good. Dragon Ball Super, which is currently airing, which it is on Crunchyroll, is also really good. Yeah. Um, you can kind of just pick it up wherever. You don't necessarily yeah. have to watch. You can literally pick it up at the beginning of your arc of choice, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Like I literally started mm-hmm. episode forty, and I was like, "This is fine." Mm-hmm. It was like. Near the end of an arc, like the last like two episodes of an arc, going into another arc, yeah. And I was like, "This is." I feel like I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many episodes at the beginning of each episode. They do like big like reviews of like what's been going on, so like you could get caught up pretty quickly. Okay. Sure. Let's see. I'm weird. I have to start at one. 
That's yeah, fine. No, yeah, that's fair. Even it. better. And the whole time I'll be wondering, it's like, am I supposed to know what's going on? Am I supposed to know who this is? Was that part of the secret? Yeah. Did this happen in a previous episode? So You should finish Danganronpa 2 so you can watch the Danganronpa 3 <sighs> anime. Yeah. Wait, there's a da- but Danganronpa 3 is not out. No, no, no. There's, okay, so there's an anime that's a sequel slash closing arc. To Danganronpa 2. Yeah, it's like uh, 2.5, I guess. Gotcha. So they did, they did, they released them, at, they released them simultaneously. There was like the Danganronpa 3 Despair arc and the Danganronpa 3 um, Future arc. Mm. And the Future arc was like a direct sequel to Danganronpa 2, whereas the Despair arc was like a prequel to Danganronpa 2. Interesting, okay. So it gave you more insight on both ends of what happened, basically. Plus I need to finish 2 just because 3 is coming out soon. That is awesome. I think it's September? Yeah. Maybe I'm making that up. I, somewhere around. So it's coming. I don't remember when the release date was, but I know it's up for pre-order, so I'm pretty sure it's release date somewhere. But I'm excited about that because I like Dragon Ball a lot. I'm just happy it's coming to Vita because I don't want to play this on my TV. Yeah, um, I think Vita's probably what I'm gonna play it on too. That, Dust off my Vita, blow the dust off. Hey man, Vita means life. <laughs> uh, North America, September 26th. Happy late birthday! To a Adam. lot of September games coming out. Yeah, man. <laughs> there's crazy. Marvel, there's Pokemon DX, there's yeah. I played Pokemon DX at E3. Decidueyes. Right? Yeah, good. I'm going to play Decidueyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, so cool. All right. That is the ending of our show. Jerry and Stefan, thank you so much for coming to join us. No Where problem. can people find Level 42 on the internet? You can find us at level42gaming.com, facebook.com slash level42gaming. Twitter.com slash LVL482. And we also have a YouTube channel. We have two YouTube channels, Level 42 Gaming and Level 42 Productions on YouTube. Cool, cool. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. I am at V the White Mage. I am at, at Master Stuff, M-A-S-T-A-S-T-E-F. I am at Saken underscore 482. Cool. And you can find Gamer on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerBR. This podcast, facebook.com slash express. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud when I post every Friday, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, and Xbox Music. Come see us at MechaCon, Saturday, July 29th, downtown New Orleans at the Regency Hyatt. Hyatt Regency. Which one is it? Hyatt Regency. Hyatt Regency. Hyatt Regency. Uh, 4, 8, and 11 p.m. are the panels I will be a part of. And I think that's everything I say at this. We have Extra Life coming up sooner than we know. Uh, Saturday, November 4th. Yeah. We're still uh, plugging away at that. Uh, so be on the lookout for more information there. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me this evening. It's always a blast to have you guys on. Good luck. Have fun at Evo. Can't wait to hear all about it uh, when y'all return. I won't have Vaughn to ask questions to when I watch when we do Evo Party. So I'm a little disappointed in that. <laughs> But, you can text them to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what are y'all competing in? I never asked that. Are y'all uh, certain games that you're ready to go in? Okay, so <laughs> there's the main Evo tournament, and then there's the side tournament called uh, Animevo. <laughs> mostly geared towards, like, anime games. So oh, you, like you don't the, say. It's like the same things for, like, you know, that we mentioned for CEO Taku, I guess. So, like, I'll, I'll be competing in Persona, Puyo Puyo Tetris, and both Smash games. Okay. So uh, I was competing in solely blaze blue okay and are you playing anything or I'll just mainly doing production and production, nice. <laughs> production. Yo, who's the best cameraman although i also kind of want to like do that on-site sign-ups for dragon uh, yes, ball fighters i will also be competing yeah. in dragon ball fighters because there's a free tournament time. the game's so good 
Also, catch me in the Caesar's Palace buffet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good luck, guys. Have fun. Uh, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. I'm gonna take my phone for a ride.